0: Hi, everyone. This is Ann Albers with Messages from Ann and the Angels, a frequent podcast that I do when inspired by Spirit to share details on a certain topic. I am an angel communicator, an author, and a spiritual lecturer. If you're interested, you can visit my website at www.visionsofheaven.com for our free weekly messages from Ann and the Angels, or you can just have a listen and enjoy this podcast. This episode is on ego and soul all part of the whole there's a lot of talk going on these days about the ego and typically this talk is very negative you'll hear people saying oh he's got a big ego or she's in her ego right now and typically what they mean when they say that is a person is being prideful or arrogant or thinking they're better than someone else but in reality the angels have taught me That there is nothing outside of God, and that your ego, otherwise defined as your conscious self or who you know yourself to be in the world in relationship to others, is nothing more than one facet of the energy of God expressing itself here upon the earth. God did not intend for you to be everything in this physical incarnation, otherwise we wouldn't be physical. God intended for you to be male or female. God intended for you to have brown hair or bond hair. God intended for you to have certain likes and dislikes as part of your personality here upon the earth. And the angels say God did intend for all of us to realize that each one of these expressions that we are is just one facet of the one energy of God that encompasses all of creation. For example, take light. This is one of our biggest metaphors for God. Light, if you pass it through a prism, divides itself up into a rainbow. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. Every single one of these colors is unique. It has a very unique vibration, it has a unique visual appearance, it looks different on equipment, and yet it's all light. It's just light broken up into its components, so to speak. It wouldn't make any sense for red to say, well, excuse me, I'm better than green, and green to say, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm better than blue, and red to say, I'm right, and yellow to say, no, I'm right. That wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't make any more sense than us saying, I'm better than you, or you're better than me. We're all part of one light that is expressing itself in a myriad of colors and flavors and textures on this planet and human beings. We're like those colors of the rainbow. We're made of the same stuff. We're part of the divine energy of God that has separated itself out in a myriad of expressions on this planet. One called Anne, one called you, the listener, the desk, the chair, the sky, rocks, plants, animals, trees, all of these expressions of the divine energy. So now let's go back to the discussion of the ego and the colors. Red, for example, might know itself as red. If it were to introduce itself, it would say, hello, I'm red. I am passionate. I'm bright. I'm powerful. And blue might introduce itself and say, I'm soothing and calm. And yet at the same time, if blue and red knew themselves as part of a spectrum of light, then they would say, oh, I see where you have value in this world too. I have value but so do you. I am unique. I'm special. I'm divine. And so are you. Likewise, When we realize that we are part of the one energy of God, our ego, our personality, our self, that we know ourselves to be, can acknowledge itself. I can say to you, I'm Anne. I like all sorts of food, but I don't like oysters, for example. I have very strong opinions on things, and I value those opinions, but yet I don't think they're any more right or wrong than anyone else's. They're just part of what makes me, me. I have brown hair at the moment, you never know. (laughs) and I'm short, and I have a rather spunky personality at times, and sometimes I'm kind of peaceful. So I'm telling you a little bit about this ego, this self, named Anne. And there's nothing wrong with the fact that that is who I choose to be in the world. Where we get into trouble is when we start thinking that this self, this ego, this set of personality characteristics that we define ourselves to be, We get into trouble when we start thinking that that is separate from God. We get into trouble when we start thinking that that is better than or worse than another. The reality is we are neither better than nor worse than another any more than red is better than blue. You might have a preference. That's fine. I prefer to be Anne, for example, rather than a lot of other people on the planet good thing. I am Anne. That is who God has created me to be this lifetime. You have a preference, hopefully, to be you and not someone else. And so as the ego surrenders to the fact that it is God, it is part of God's expression on this planet, the same way red must surrender to the fact that it is light and blue must surrender to the fact that it is light, the more we can surrender to the fact that this personality, this collection of beliefs, this body we have, is all part of the divine expressing on this planet, the more the ego doesn't die but rather is born into something greater. The same way a chick hatching from the eggshell is born into the greater reality as the hen. The seed falling to the ground and dying, so to speak, is born into its greater reality as the flower that blooms from it later down the road. So the ego doesn't exactly die in terms of you don't lose your personality, you actually embrace it more thoroughly, and you come to have an expanded understanding of what this self really is, not only, for example, in my case, as I am, but as part of I am as well. Not separate from each other, but rather one, a subset, or a part, or a facet or a component expression of the other. I am is to I am, the way red is to light. The way a song is to the spectrum of musical notes. The way a glass of water is to the ocean. I am is one of the many expressions of I am, and you, the listener, are also one of the many expressions of I am here upon the earth. And when we recognize this, our ego, our sense of self, begins to embrace a reality that is both human and divine. From the human perspective, your ego defines who you are in this world, who you choose to be. It's a collection of your beliefs about yourself as distinct from the world and other selves, and that's according to the dictionary. But also, if you surrender to the fact that your ego, your sense of self, is just one of many expressions of the divine energy, then you realize that you are also at one with the rest of creation. As surely as red knows itself to be red, a unique, special, and very distinct color, and yet at the same time, it knows itself to be one with blue in the light. All part of the same, all different expressions of the same. Now, that begs the question, how on earth does this apply to our daily lives in a useful and practical manner? Because I wouldn't be having this discussion unless it did apply. I get so many wonderful spiritual people coming to my office saying, I want to love myself. I want to own my gifts. I want to go out in the world and share them, but I'm afraid of getting in my ego. As if there would be something wrong with getting in our ego, as surely as there would be something wrong with getting in our favorite pair of jeans. It's not who we are, it's just how we choose to express uh, this divine energy, in particular this lifetime. So, here's what I say to them. First and foremost, if God gave you gifts, if God gave you talents, if God gave you a desire to go out into the world, then by all means, own it. Flaunt it, baby. Go out and do it. Share it with the world. Do not hold back. Your ego is not bad. What is bad is getting into the illusion that your sense of self is any better than anyone else's. I'm going to be out in the world in a very large public way. I've been told by the angels, and I'm going to share my opinions passionately. And some people will love them and embrace them and say, oh yes, we resonate with that. And others will say, who is she? And how can she say that? And you know, she's full of, you know, what, and probably worse. Now, that's okay. That's okay, because we're not all supposed to be the same. And if everyone could simply own who they are in the world, own the sense of self that they have, and know, here's the key, that that sense of self is just one of many, many expressions of God, as surely as red, green, blue, yellow, are just a few expressions of this thing we call light and that every other expression of God, meaning every other person on this planet, has equal value in God's eyes, is it not better than or worse than? Then each of us would be living as an enlightened divine being and a human being. And our ego would simply define who we choose to be as a human being on this planet. So the question isn't whether or not we're in our ego, but whether or not our ego rests in the truth, that it is just one expression as part of God. And I know I go on and on and on about this, but I think the ego has been vilified. And I think when people say we have to get rid of our ego, I think it's kind of nonsense. Because we do have to have a self as distinct from the world and other selves in order to define our human personality. We have to have a container for that divine water that's part of the great ocean We have to have a a spectrum of frequencies that's a colorful individual that knows it's part of the light or else we're not going to be human. I think when most people say I have to get rid of my ego, they mean that the ego has to surrender to the wisdom that it is an expression of the divine energy. It is not separate from God. It is not separate from others. And it is not any better than or worse than others. That's where we get into trouble. So rather than trying to kill off your ego, which is rather useless because here you are stuck in a human personality and a human body with a human mind and a set of beliefs and preferences and opinions, instead of trying to kill off your ego, why not acknowledge, first of all, that who you are as a distinct human self is one of many, many expressions of God here upon the planet and that everyone else is as well. And then sit down and say, how does God want to express through me? Who am I, not as a divine self, we already know that, we're light, but who am I as a human being? Because if we could truly own, own, own who we are as human beings, if we could own our preferences, if we could own our opinions and our beliefs without judgment, without the need to be right, and without need for validation, then we could let go of the need to judge and evaluate others' beliefs and opinions. We would simply seek our truth, find our right place, lose the people around us who don't belong, and start being the piece of this beautiful puzzle called humanity that we were designed to be. Enlightenment is not escaping who you are as a human being, dissolving into the oneness and losing your sense of self, killing your ego, but rather enlightenment as a human being is bringing the truth, that light of God into your awareness that yes, I am a separate individual as a human being, as surely as red is separate from blue, but I am also an expression of the divine as surely as everyone else is here upon the planet earth, as surely as blue and red and green and yellow and all the colors are an expression of the one light. That is enlightenment. Not escaping who we are, but being who we are. In our totality, both human and divine, And if we truly embrace that, we will not only love ourselves in a very divine way, but we will also be able to see the light within others and to love them as well for who they are without ever agreeing with them, maybe. We can allow them to be themselves. We can allow us to be ourselves. So don't kill the ego. Instead, allow your ego to surrender to a greater definition of self. And as surely as red would say, I'm unique and I'm special, and blue would say, I'm unique and I'm special, you can say, I'm unique and I'm special. I have certain characteristics and qualities and beliefs and opinions that I think are valuable in this world. But just as red and blue would not say, I'm better than the other, you can acknowledge that those same beliefs and opinions and definition of self that you have isn't better than another's or worse. We're all different but equal. As the angels like to say through my friend Summer Bacon, www.summerbacon.com, we are seeking unity in the diversity and so don't lose that diversity. Keep your ego but let it surrender to the greater oneness, to the greater definition of self that is God. Ego and soul, the angels say, are both expressions of the whole. I hope this helps you out. I hope it helps you give up the discussion and worry about whether or not you're in your ego and you can just own the fact that, hey, I'm an individual and part of God, so is everyone else. And if you disagree with me, then I hope this has helped you clarify your own perspective because after all, that's what the discussion is about. If you like this, you can find more on my website, www.visionsofheaven.com, where we have a free weekly message from Anne and the Angels. And I will see you and talk to you next time whenever spirit moves me. Have a wonderful day. Blessings to you.